Good morning, little prince and princess. This is Oprah Trade at Little Princess Talk Time. This morning, we're going to talk about monetary policies. And tomorrow, we will finish up on interest rate. We will touch a little bit on interest rate. And um, on Friday, I think everybody already know um, that the prime minister or the country's president uh, whatever he say affect the market, okay? And I think we know how, because all you have to do is watch my president and see how it affects the market. Okay, so uh, little prince and little princesses, these are the monetary policies. Monetary policies um, are run in the United States by the Federal Reserve Board, and on that board since Jerome Powell, who is the chairman, and then you have some other names. The information I'm going to give you today comes from the federalreserve.com. Uh, so I'm not going to be able to tell you all that information that is there. So I'm going to try to tell you how to apply it, some of it, and I'll tell you exactly what it means. But what you need to do is go to federalreserve.gov, not com, federalreserve.gov. It tells you that's the Federal Reserve Board. Um, they do the monetary policies, and they explain everything as to how they do it. They tell you how it affects the currency or how it affects the economic factors in in the United States. Okay, for those of you who are not in the United States, you got to find out who's your who's in charge of your monetary policies. So you. Um, you type up the name of the person, of the people. You can Google monetary policy in whatever country you're on, and whoever, uh, whatever board or whatever person is in charge of those monetary policies, they will it will come up. Okay, so let's get started on monetary policies. Um, monetary policies in the United States like I said, are done by the Federal Reserve. And they say, what is the goal of the the monetary policy? It says the Federal Reserve, we have like a Federal Reserve Act that mandates the Federal Reserve to to conduct monetary policies and to promote effectively the goal for maximum employment, for stable prices, for moderate long-term interest rate. And even though the act lists three distinct goals of the monetary policy. The Federal Reserve monetary policy is commonly known as a dual mandate. The reason is that the economy in which people who want to work either have a job to find a job fairly quickly in which the price level within the price level meaning a board measures the price of goods and services purchased by the consumer is stable and creates conditions needed for interest rates to settle at a moderate level. And I know in your mind you're saying right now, how in the world does this affect um, currency trading? And it really does. Because under the monetary policy, you have the form, the form F-O-M-O. And basically what the form does is increase or decrease um, interest rates. Uh, increase or decrease prices. It even goes to as far as purchasing um, goods and services. Like 
it purchased assets. Let's say it gives loan. They cover a broad sense of everything that a consumer in a country would use. And so that's why they're mandated to make sure prices stay stable. To my understanding, um, they also want to keep the growth rate at a certain percentage. They don't want the country to grow too fast, and they don't want the country to grow too slow. They don't want inflation too high, and they don't want deflation too low. So they have a great job to do, and um, this is and it affects the currency. And let's go. I'm gonna tell you how it affects it, and then I'm gonna take you to a currency pair and show you how it affects it. And the other piece that that is that I'm going to show you that um, when you hold a trade, and we call it, they call it overnight because the currency market is never closed. But when a when a trade is open after 5 p.m., it's called. What did they call it? They call it a credit something. And the reason why it's called a credit something is because what happens is if the interest rate on a currency that you bought is higher than the interest rate on the currency that you sold, remember you have, it's a pair. So if let's say that you think the U.S. dollar is going to go up, so you buy the U.S. dollar. But you also sell the opposite on the other end of that, whether it's the U.S. dollar you're trading the U.S. dollar euro pair. So if you buy the dollar, you're selling the euro. If you if you buy the euro, you're selling the dollar. And that's the way that works. And I know that seems confusing to those who are just beginning and don't understand. But in trading, you have to have an equal balance on both sides. So, uh, so what happens is it's called a credit. Uh, uh, credit, what is it called? Credit overnight. Or it's not really overnight because the market is open 24 hours, but it's a credit. It's either a credit or it's a debit. So if you're holding a currency pair that is, um, and you bought it, and its interest rate is at is higher than the, uh, than the opposite, then you'll get a credit. But if you selling a, you selling a currency pair, one of the currency pair, and the interest rate is lower than the interest rate that on the opposite side, then you pay the interest rate. So you can make money on the pair just, you know, to, to kick back at the loss that you have uh, in a currency pair. But the opposite side of that is true, too. So you need to know that. And that's something you guys need to know. So you need to probably go look it up. Um... I found it on the credit overnight credit, um, uh, so that you can look at look for it under that currency overnight credit and get a, a, a understanding of that so that you can know. So basically, what the monetary policy does, it looks forward, it cre- it projects forwardly the interest rate, it projects for the growth of a country, and it purchases assets that are failing to keep the economy stable in a country and it's not just in the, this is not just in the united states this is around the world and the policy and the way they do it may be a little different but uh basically that's how we keep a stable economy and that's why when something tragic happened 
they are always trying to put, you know, fix it. And they try to fix it quickly. Okay, so a good example would be like, I want to say a, a few years ago, the airline company uh, had a strike. So the president needs to go right away and talk to the airline, see what the problem is, and see can they fix it. Because that's considered a unstable event in a country, and it affects the country's economy. And it affects the country's um, reputation. It affects the country's interest rate. It affects in so many ways, and that's why I said the president. And I guess I might as well include the president. So when the president speaks and say, hey, we're not making it, uh, you're not, you're bringing in too many imports. We need to cut down on the import and export. That affects the country. So you have to look at these things before you trade or you begin to trade for the day or if they schedule to happen in the middle of the day, you need to stop your trade and look or either you need to wait until after they do that to get into a trade. So those are factors that you have to look at beforehand. The other piece to that puzzle is um, they do a lot of things and there are a lot of entities up under it. I'm not going to try to go through everything, but now the next thing I'm going to do is give you an example. If you were trading the U.S. Dollar and the Japanese yen, and let's say for instance that the U.S. dollar was two percent, and the Japanese yen that you are selling is zero point five percent, is a half percent. Okay, so it's one point two percent lower than the U.S. dollar. So if you were buying the dollar and selling the the uh, Japanese yen. Then you will get a credit if and if you left your trade op, open over uh, if you left your trade open after 5 p.m. is what they say. If you left your trade open after 5 p.m., then you will be due a credit of 1.5 percent of the amount of money that you're trading. And guess who's gonna pay it? It's gonna the person who's the person who's selling the USD dollar. So you had to purchase it. You had to purchase the buy. From them, they had to sell in the opposite. And so basically, they have to pay you. And then you could be on the opposite end. Let's say you're selling the USDR. You're selling the US. You're selling the Japanese yen. And they are buying the dollar. Then you pay. And that's how it works. And so you ha- so most traders in currency are day traders. So they try to close out their position that they have before 5 p.m. And that's why I say you don't trade all day long. They tell you the best time to trade is between 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can convert that into your time frame as to where you are. I don't know what everybody is. So you can convert that to your time frame and you can pick out the best time for you to trade. We will, I'm going to try to finish up on the, on the things that you need to look for on your calendar before you trade by the end of the week. And we will, um, we will do separate trades, uh, in the currency pair on, on, uh, either you could, I found one that I thought was a little bit better than Forex.com. And the one that I found was IG.com. So IG.com has a demo account. You can't do it on your phone, so you will have to do it on a laptop or a desktop. Um, 
I'm going to try them, and that's where I'll be talking from. So if you want to go and get that account set up and start learning the platform, how to use it, and stuff like that, you should. And it has a, a demo uh, amount of 10000 there so that you can work with it and you can, you can be able to do it through the platform. When you're ready, you can just, when you're ready to put actually money in it, you can just click on the live uh, account and it will convert, I think. Or it will send you through the process that it did for you to set up the demo account. All right, little prince and princess, this is Oprah Trade. That's all I have to say today. So you need to go to, those of you that are in the United States, needs to go to federalreserve.gov. You can find more information on the monetary policies and how they affect currency. And those of you that are in other countries, you need to type in monetary policies for your country. And it will come up and tell you what entity is in charge of your money. It could be a bank because most of these monetary policies come from banks. So it could be a bank. All right. Okay, little prince and princess, until next time, this is Oprah Trade. I will talk to you again in the morning. Thank you.